Welcome to the Industry Boring Podcast. I'm Cullen Reichart, your host, and today we'll be covering almost anything related to cannabis. Go! I know. It's so interesting the way this works, but it's a pretty cool program. All right, so um, welcome, Sarah and Joanna, to the Industry Born Podcast. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. Colin, thanks for having us. Oh, yeah, thanks for having us. I, you know, I, I'm looking through your website and I'm thinking about, you know, what are we going to talk about? And I'm like, oh, we're going to definitely talk about dirt. That's cool. But I think there's something bigger going on with you guys in that area. Um, and it's something that we touch on a lot here uh, because, you know, uh, Humboldt is kind of the birthplace of, uh, well, it's our birthplace. Not that that's where my company came from, but that's the part of the country that my company was able to, uh, that created my company. I mean, without Humboldt, we would not have grown, right? And we're mm-hmm. struggling there, obviously, uh, as as you guys know, uh, because of the market space and, and what's happening there. So um, before we go into the into the soil portion of it, I think there's something, uh, a couple of things that Marco brought up that I thought was interesting as well, but what's going on for your perspective in Humboldt? What are we doing? Oh, there's a lot. That's a big question. It it's is. a big question. Big yeah. question. And the industry is, I mean, the industry is in a squeeze. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've seen the industry in a squeeze before, you know, like what, 2016, 2017, there was sort of a, a bottoming out moment that we all experienced. But then this one actually feels different, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we're into the legalization landscape like further and we're seeing sort of the ripple effect, you know, ripple effects of some supply chain issues are really a big deal. Yeah, um, yeah and I think it's that, rough like, out here. Yeah, the first the first dip was like the initial legalization. We had like, a, a, you know, some challenges, a little dip in the system. And we thought, OK, mm-hmm. we're going to bounce back because this is just like how it, what happens when you roll out a new concept mm-hmm. and we're shaky on our feet and stuff. And then with this next one, it was like legalization is, is furthering. Um, we're starting to legalize across the country. Globally, other countries mm-hmm. are legalizing as well. Um, and COVID and supply chain issues and inflation. So we're just like getting hit from so many different angles that it seems like it's going to be harder to get up. Yeah. Um, not impossible, but but more difficult. I think that our we don't have as long of a learning curve as we need. Yeah. So, you know, part of what we're doing now is, is trying to help people shorten their learning curve and get really efficient because, um, you know, we can't change the market price. Like on our end of things, we're into the cultivation um, and producing the product. Right. And so I don't have control over the market price, but we do have control over what it costs us to produce that pound. And so what we're trying to do is help people reduce their costs, reduce their inputs, look at what is my labor cost? Can I can I make my system more efficient? Where is it inefficient? You know, so it, you know we started with helping people reamend their soils, getting the proper amount of fertilizers so you don't over fertilize and things like that. And you know, people used to throw their soil away every round and buy new soil, and those things are definitely in the past. Yeah. But where else yeah. can we refine our operations? Where else can we be more mm-hmm. efficient to mm-hmm. stay in the game? Some people are able to make it at the three hundred dollar pound price, and some people definitely can't. But could they, can they, is the learning curve too steep for some people or get them into a good way? Right. And I think right now too, it's really about being a really savvy business person and not just being able to, although we have very skilled cultivators, we also need really solid business models and solid operations. Um, 
as a business person, you know, Sarah and I, we cut our teeth on a soil laboratory, an, anal an analytical laboratory. Like, we had to track the materials and the labor so I could understand what it cost me to run a test on a sample of soil. It was a very complex um, materials and labor sort of tracking challenge, right? And it's funny because Dirty Business, the through thread of our business has always been what do the farmers need? And when we first started our laboratory, we felt like farmers needed to amend their soil, have actual access to scientific information, you know, and then they needed other things, right? So it's always been led by what our farmers need. And what our farmers need now is really good business operations. Yeah. Well, so I think, listen, this is the crux of the, of the situation. You guys are right on top. You understand what's going on and, and, and why yeah. we're suffering. And, yeah. um, you know, we suffered last year. Last year was a horrible year. I think the whole, the whole supply side sector suffered, like, like the, uh, the, the my side, which is, you know, harvesting equipment suffered badly. As a matter of fact, the biggest companies in, in, in the sector, um, you know, the Hawthorns and, 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 you know, the Grogens and these guys, they suffered. Like they were off in the, in the 40s, 40, yes. 40 plus percent in in my sector. So I, I get it. Mm -hmm. But the, but when you're there, you know, you don't know that that's going to come. And when you but when you're there, that's when you realize like you all your inefficiencies are exposed. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's Absolutely. like this is your opportunity. And this is what hurts. <laughs> this is what separates, you know, the successful from the unsuccessful. Right. It calls out the the weak because that, you know, you have to realize that the money isn't free right it's not just like like when when cannabis was six thousand dollars a pound you, you could do all kinds right. of stuff. It used to be, that's the thing it used to be free basically yeah. and so and and it was an easy realm to do business in yeah. and people mm -hmm. didn't come to humboldt county because they wanted to engage in like you know the system right. and learning about you know cogs and you know <laughs> it's not why they came out here you know yeah. so we have to understand that the learning curve is steep because they yeah. weren't coming out here right. to to Kill it. run business they were coming business. out to make it <laughs> yeah right yeah now. they were trying to, they were living an alternative lifestyle yeah. you know and then this right. you know the you know the man or babylon so to speak has come yeah. and infiltrated their little happy nest yeah. you know right. and so what are we going to do about that yeah it's very interesting i mean i think you know, the efficiencies, I used to really, I was a corporate guy for a long time. I spent uh, years in uh, in uh, SIC at EDS and, and Hewlett Packard as a, as a Navy contractor with a security clearance because mm -hmm. I went through the Navy. So um, I was really hyper exposed to that and hated it. I mean, there was I, all the stuff that, 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 that people hate about that kind of culture existed and I was in it um, and I hated it. I mean, you know, I used to, I used to have to sit at the desk. I was being paid salary which means that they're paying me X. They're expecting me to still spend X amount of time. I'm like, I'm getting my work done in like half an hour. Can you just fucking leave me alone? Like, you know, why, why are you, why are you chaining me down to my seat? It just doesn't make any sense. But anyway, the culture thing for the, for, for, you know, which I think is a big part of this, this conversation in that, you know, the people who left to get to that environment, you know, there was all this money and there's all this freedom. But the, my point is when I started, when I look back, I go, Oh, those companies do this, 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 and this because they have to. Like, they don't survive, <laughs> you know, without learning efficiencies. Like, and basic efficiencies are start with accounting, uh, you know, <laughs> how much do you spend? How much do you make? Mm -hmm. And where's the in-between? And then when you start to realize that, that when that starts to get, that margin shrinks, 
then you have to start figuring out where where can I invest my money wisely to increase that margin, right? Because I need that margin to go this way. It keeps going this way. I keep getting closer and closer to starvation. It goes down here and we know what happens there. And this is what yeah, happens. Believe red People went from like here, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, real quick, right? And it happened like overnight and everyone was like, we're in shock, yeah. right? But we need to like, you know, we need to make some decisions and everyone has their own personal decision to make, whether they're going to stay in, whether they're going to sell, whether they're going to fallow and then come back. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of different options for people. Um, And uh, I think one of the things that we work with a lot with businesses is um, process. So like, do you have a good process? A lot of times, like there's just so much inefficiencies. Like if we don't, if we don't know what we're buying ahead of time, let's say we buy in bulk and we have all of our pesticides or fertilizers for the year versus like, oh, we ran out of this. We have to drive an hour to the store and get the thing and come back. And then, oh, we forgot this other thing. We have to drive to the store. But if you had the process and the inventory and the tracking and all of that, you would just have everything you need and you'd walk over to the barn and get it. And you wouldn't be paying for gas and labor to go to town and come back and all that wasted time. And then the day's over and we were going to plant, but now we can't because we spent the day gathering materials. Well, that should have been done days ago. Every error becomes a, you know, a, a, like an accelerated, and all of a sudden the whole thing's in meltdown. And you're right. And I think for for me um, uh, to understand exactly what you're talking about, process. So you like you can't get better at something unless you write down what it is you do. And it's the simplest right. thing you do. The first, exactly right. It's duh. Write it down. What do I do? I do this. I think. How do you make your coffee? I wake up. I go to the fucking mm-hmm. coffee grinder. I grind my coffee. Well. You could think about that process, but you don't know where the inefficiencies lie unless you write down each step, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I go, okay, well, how can I gain? You know, like for me, I, I, I think about this stuff, like what can I gain in, in time and here and there? Well, I, I didn't know my coffee maker had a get, wake up in the morning thing on it, so I don't have to stand and wait for it to warm up anymore. <laughs> like, yes, what? And I just set the timer. But I mean, without studying or looking, you know, and it's a silly, funny kind of way of, of, of observing, but. It's so true in business. If you don't study yourself mm-hmm. and your efficiencies, you can't understand if there's gains to be made. Like, there may not be gains to be had. That that's that can be a reality, right? And then you go, well, this is not profitable, not sustainable. I'm out, right? But you can't just bail out unless, unless you do a real thorough evaluation. Like, what is what is yeah. what is to be gained? How can I do better? And what what can I gain out of this? And and um, you know we could blame a lot of things. The taxation up there is horrible. The the rules and regulations are are, are, are uh, inappropriately designed. They're designed around that six thousand dollar mark, not around the three hundred dollar mark. Um, you know we could talk about we blame it on a lot of things. But the reality is, if, unless you get your house in order and you get yourself straight, yeah. you just don't even know if you can survive in the in the environment that you're in. And we can hope or pray that 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 prices will come back, uh, and or that we salvage something. But this is. You know, it could take more than you time than you think. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> so the best thing to do in those environments is get to work. You know, self explore, self exploration, self under. You know, and I mean by self, I mean business. Dig down inside your business. Look at your models. So find out. I mean, people were paying cultivators wonderful amounts of money. That's probably not sustainable anymore. You know, um, and 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 that's unfortunate. But that's how markets go. And I mean, you know, we can't we can't. You just have to figure these things out. I mean, I think you guys have make you make all the sense in the world. You're talking the right language. The problem with with the language that you're speaking is, uh, it takes somebody that goes, "Oh yeah, I think that makes sense," 
right? I have a wonderful person who is my process manager and I picked her up out of corporate because corporate understands process. <laughs> they get it. And, and to have that mindset, to bring in that mindset, that, that continuous evaluation and then movement of, well, this is a more efficient way. So we start to push things in gain more efficiency, right? It's just always about getting better. It's not about perfect, it's about better. But again, mm -hmm. if you don't write it down, you can't start from somewhere. So I don't know. I, so if you don't create that feedback loop for your process correct. as well, like what you were just speaking to is what we call a feedback loop. Yep. Is like we have our process and then there's a feedback loop that goes into that constant evaluation because you take your process outcome and it feeds back into it to improve the process itself that's right you know yeah. it's like if we start tracking our activities in the greenhouses let's say mm -hmm. and we take a look at how much it actually costs to spray our plants we might be thinking about investing in a larger sprayer maybe we aren't going to send a fleet of people out with like three gallon backpack sprayers into these giant greenhouses we have now and uh maybe we're going to get like a, a you know a, a a, a larger piece of equipment right. to accommodate our processes efficiency right and but you don't know that until you put your process down and you start tracking you know what we call activity-based costing how much does it cost to do x y and z you know and and you know we're data people we're software people we had to build a soil testing i love lab that you're telling me this and i'm looking at your background and i know where you live and I go, wow, this is all the bad stuff <laughs> from, from corporate America. But you're so it's brilliant. You guys are you guys are brilliant in this. And it because it's it's just it's such it's such an essential thing where I mean, we're talking about the basics of survival in a business. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and as as people who have, you know, let's take it back to soil and agriculture, like coming to the cannabis community, being from Humboldt with our background in agriculture, we were also taking, you know, we are also taking pages from conventional agriculture. As much as I support regenerative agriculture and that's what's in my heart and soul and spirit, I also understand the efficiencies of operations and how conventional ag has tools that we can take yeah. and we can leverage that for our business types and how we grow cannabis over here. We have a lot that we can cross over from agriculture. Yeah. We have a lot that we can cross over from what corporate or sort of your whatever traditional business practices, right? Yeah. Best practices in agriculture, best practices in businesses. There's a lot that we can bring. Yeah to our community to become sustainable that you know i mean one of the ways that corporate places are successful is because they're doing this all the time that's right mm -hmm. they're like hyper vigilant about this hyper vigilant stuff. So, and, they, and they have teams of people who you know are dedicated to these kind of things and and for us as as uh, smaller companies not to take those lessons when you can get that lesson on youtube you can get that lesson you know if you can't stop for a second and and see that the value there's there is value in that because if you take a corporate uh, a chain restaurant like you know we won't name any of them to give them any advertising but you take any one of them they're built around such an efficiency model that's why their food prices are so exceptionally low like mm -hmm. you can get 1800 calories <laughs> for eight bucks <laughs> Right. It's, it's horrible. Yeah. It's not that it's good food. That's not the point. But it's so efficient, right? right? It's so efficient that the value point comes to where you can actually sustain. And 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 that's a hard conversation to have with somebody who looks at those models and sees the negative side of it and can't Absolutely. see the valuable side of it. Because I don't, you know, I don't care if you're if you're off grid and you're and you're and you're completely disconnected. You can always find efficiency. 
And you can well, always yeah. rule yeah. your kingdom, your life, your business with these same concepts. It's just a matter of habit and, and, and learning and, and maybe getting help. You know, that's a big part of it. We talk to companies all the time. I mean, I, you know, we make equipment. I make equipment that makes people's jobs more efficient, right? And people go, mm -hmm. oh, how much does it cost? And I go, you're, you're, you're missing the conversation. The conversation mm -hmm. is, what do you need? Where can you gain? Will my equipment gain you that efficiency? Because mm -hmm. if the answer to that is yes, then it doesn't matter how much it costs mm -hmm. as much as it matters how you cost it, how you, you know, how you budget right. it. Like you said, like the bigger sprayer, whatever that piece of equipment is or, or whatever mm -hmm. that efficiency gain is, if you really understand that, you go, oh, yeah, well, I can get one guy that does all of this with this piece of equipment, I'm gonna spend a little bit here. Maybe I can get somebody to help me. Maybe I can share some of that cost with my neighbor. I don't know, but, but these conversations can become more, more um, you know, legitimate or at least get you in the right direction so you can look at equipment the right way. One of the biggest sins and you know, uh, problems with cannabis is, <clears throat> is that they, they can't really amortize equipment and their investments correctly because it's not legal to and i think <laughs> i think that, you know i know as a businessman because i i, I buy equipment yeah. you know i protect my income through the purchase mm -hmm. of equipment that betters my business so i can still continue to grow instead of having to get killed on this top line i can pull into that top line by by writing down equipment and and that's not an offer to you know to to um you know, to, to your traditional or to a cannabis business at all, because it's not, you're not allowed to write off that equipment. And, you know, so you're, you're getting killed on the taxes, but you're not also being killed on the, on the idea that you can't even take advantage of the system that exists to protect you from right. that killing. Right. <laughs> that, that's part of the problem too, is like, there's uh, there's, you can learn how to do business better, but you're still handicapped by the system that won't allow you to participate in it fully. Yeah. Right. It's like if you an agricultural product, let, let us be a manufacturer, like let us do the things that other businesses do. Let me be a business, let me function my business. That's oh, killing me. money, like at a legitimate yeah, non-usury yeah, rate, rate. like, you know. Right. Farmers right. borrow money all the time. Yeah. They can't survive without it. Yeah. Farm there's, loans, it's, yeah. yeah. And a lot of that stuff, again, is like, that's stuff that we can lobby and, and try to influence policy. Um, and we can move that way together to do that. Yeah. Um, but there's, you know, again, this like business management concept is really something that is within their grasp, within their reach, under their control. You can do this. You mm -hmm. can. You know, and yes, these best practices are kind of a mental barrier for some people because mm -hmm. that's like corporate or they're kind of have a negative lens. Okay. And there's another barrier there with technology because, yeah, getting the right sprayer, that makes sense to a lot of growers, a mm -hmm. lot of people in this industry. But using um, technology to create a database, to increase the business intelligence, to capture some of the R&D of your breeding that you're doing right. so that you can actually maintain your legacy. Like, whoa, we are now, we are now out in outer space, Colin. Like, like, let's, let's start doing research databases for breeding on farms so we can preserve some of this genetic, yeah. genetic legacy because we don't know what's out and there. And so much of it's lost. So and so much, much of, of it is already lost. Yeah. yeah. And we have an amazing, brilliant thing to bring to the world and yeah. we keep it in our heads and we share it, you know, amongst ourselves. But yeah. 
with databases, like one of the main things is that it's a long-term memory system for you. Yes. You have to remember everything. Sure. And with brain, you're doing so many different things. How could you possibly remember, right? So you need yeah. to be able to call something back yeah. up, carry the data, yeah. and, and pull it back up, you know, yeah. and use it for your to your advantage. Yeah, like I mean, writing it down, but, keeping it in a database, keeping it accessible of some sort, right? And so that's what you know, what we're doing with equipment is the same thing. We're making equipment that does that. So you don't have to track yep. that information, but you have access to it. If you look at right. the metrics, the great, the great evil metric is the most genius thing that cannabis could ever have. And everybody bangs their head against it, but it's a massive database that could have everything that you mm -hmm. want in it. Again, yeah. you know, but you, you run into this kind of concept with people that go, oh man, you know, it's the man controlling Okay, but if you're having to use it, then use it to its fullest extent, right? Absolutely. Get the information in there. Water yeah, cycles, feeding cycles. You know, how do you repeat? You know, you got a guy that's your master grower. Okay, what's he do every day? What's he? How is he doing it? So you can do it again in case he decides he wants to do something else. You know what? I mean, I don't know. Mm -hmm. To me, yeah. the first time that I lost an employee that had information that I didn't have, that ended. <laughs> yeah. like, no more. <laughs> You're got I a know. system. You got a process. <laughs> We're on a destroy the notebook and whiteboard uh, campaign. Yeah, <laughs> whiteboards and notebooks, no good. No, no but good. you know is. If you're compiling this data too, the other awesome thing about data is there you're going to see patterns and be able to pull patterns out of data yeah. that your brain will never see. And as a reader, you are looking with everything you have at your plants that you're breeding for certain traits, why would you not collect the data yeah. to see bigger patterns and really start to understand some of the genetics even on a deeper level, like get that leverage breeders. So yeah. anyways, I'm getting a little like excited about this. Well, There's so much urgency it's exciting. to this. I mean, it's exciting, you let's know? be realistic because you know, data is, is everything. Look at Google, yes. without data, there is no freaking Google. So that's yeah. the biggest company, one of the biggest companies in the world. And, and what do they do express expressly data that that's where they make their money, you know, and they want your data yes. and they don't want to control your data. Yeah. And so that's also problematic, right? You it know, is. so we're saying to these people, look, if you want your legacy and you want to maintain control of your legacy, yeah. you can do so if you go into this realm of data and controlling your data. And we actually work with a whole team of like, really awesome people that are trying to create um, using blockchain technology. You should speak to this a little bit, Sarah, just using IPFS and blockchain technology to help people actually secure and control and keep their own data under control, which I think is going to be really important in yeah. the future. It's well, I mean, it's, it's your value. What, what's your legacy? What's your value legacy, right? If you don't have right. that, then your legacy and value drops considerably, right? Because I, 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 I just a business perspective. I walk in and go, I like what you have. I like this piece of equipment. I think I'd like to buy what you have. Show me. And you go, well, it's up here. <laughs> I'm right. not gonna and buy that, then, man. Yeah, <laughs> right. and then you're just selling assets, yeah, right? right? Yeah, and then you're but worthless, you're like, right? Right, your IP just selling is assets. your asset too. Your so yeah, are you just selling pieces of equipment and That's a piece right. of land? Or are you selling a functioning turnkey operation with trained up That's employees correct. and operations right. manual? And like you said, when you lose an employee with all that information in your head, in their head, you lose part of your business. You yeah. paid for that information. You own it. There's a really, really good. It's not out there. The, the, you're, you're exact. You're 100 on. You guys, you guys are 
I mean, we should be we, we should be at Harvard <laughs> Business School talking. This, you know what I mean? We could all be in suits and ties. Well, this is I like I'm actually really happy we're having this conversation because I think Sarah and I, as like I don't know, soil scientists, we we talk a lot about soil. We talk a lot about agricultural best practices. But this has been our like heart and soul passion for the last couple of years Good as we've you. watched our community just getting squeezed. Yeah. And um, I mean, the through thread of our company has always been what do farmers need and how can we get people more efficient and how can we use our skill set to help them? Yeah. And so now we're here in this like data management land and helping people like build up strong operations and make their operations efficient because we spent a decade building a soil laboratory where we were literally counting steps for efficiency. Right. Yeah, I want you to take five steps, not 20. That's right. And go we go one direction. <laughs> one. Yeah. Huh? We want to just set it up. Yeah, we have to set it up that way. Otherwise, right. I mean, it's only people are like, well, we're only walking back and forth to the sink across like, the room. No, no. Right, but how many times yeah. and how right. much, yeah. much loss is there? I used to have this kid that I, I just, I just love this kid. He's one of those people. He. He just worked, you know, he was always busy, man. And I just like, ah, oh, man, that guy's always working. And I sat down and I watched him one day. And I'm watching him <laughs> and he's over there doing all this busyness, not getting anything done. And, and he walks all yeah. the way across my shop and he grabs a broom and then walks all the way back over to the other side of the shop and sweeps something up. And then walks all the way back over and drops off the broom and then walks all the way back over. I'm like, yes. oh, shit. Yeah. I'm going to put a broom over here. <laughs> Over there. Yes. Just do a room over there. Yeah. Little. I spent five yeah. bucks and I saved him hours. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Those, right. Now those are the things you don't even pay attention to. It's so interesting, um, you know. There's so there's so much that that I mean, like obviously, uh, there's there's practitioners of lean and 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 and, and they mm -hmm. do the kaizen and the lean, and I, I'm a big supporter of all that, and all you know, I, I dig all that stuff. But the one guy that I that I kind of idolize the most out of, out of what I've seen is that uh, Paul Akers, he does this two second lean, which is micro improvements. And it's very approachable. It's very easy because it can be very intimidating to go in and say, oh, I need to lean out my business. No, no, no. You got to stop with the, like, I have to do all this at once because you can't do it. You got to go down to micro step. You got to start to understand how to, how to, how to actually get process written down and then start how, yes. how do you, how do you approach a process that's ineffective? How do you fix it? And all these things. And he has all that down. It's really, really simple. And I think it's, it's wonderful stuff, but what you're talking about can like this guy goes to the extreme like this guy has leaned out his life like he has his diet leaned he has his workout routine in lean like labels and shit everywhere you're like okay this might be a little bit extreme but on the other hand like you don't have to think about shit man he just knows and he just goes about his life yeah you know? and it's Amazing. efficient like if it's something's not if something doesn't work he's like i'm gonna fix that you know <laughs> yeah but uh I, I get that and I, I think that personal journey for me was so valuable because it's actually changed like we we changed our efficiencies uh, maybe 30 40 percent when we moved to Vegas um, it just gave us an opportunity to do things the right way from the beginning and yes. we set up like my material comes in one side of my company and it goes out the other side and it never goes yeah. if it goes backwards we got a problem we go fix that yeah right right and that's right and those are the kind of things that, that that people you know they they don't like you said they think oh well i'm just going right there yes how many times right yeah what if you had right. that tool on your belt what if you had all your tools in a cart yes. what if yes. you had <laughs> yes. tool belts yeah. yes love yes <laughs> yeah I love that you're in a like sort of that manufacturing so you understand yeah. how yeah. what process we is and 
like it's directly right. related to we your cost. Manufacture, direct- we manufacture seven, eight, eight different pieces of equipment, eight different mm-hmm. things, right? Can you imagine? <laughs> hey, where's the part for that? I don't know. What, what about this? Ah, oh, you know, that's eight different things that are completely created differently. So everything has to go through very, very structured, right? We have carts from from the beginning. Everything that goes to this set of machines goes into a cart. It's a calc- it's, it's 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 gone through. We we validate everything that goes to step step to step to step to step to step to step and out, so that every way along the way it gets everything that it needs. So you don't ever have to wonder if something's if something's missing. It's because you lost it. It has nothing to you know because it's been checked a hundred times to get to where you're at. And 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 the, nobody in my system has to worry about pieces being missing. Nobody has to go backwards. Nobody has to think about stuff. They just do the stuff that they're here to do. Their jobs go easy, their days go easy, they're not stressed about anything, and you come in and out, you know? And so every section of it is systemized the same way. Even my packaging guy, he knows how he approaches how he's gonna package something, right? It, you just make life easy for people, and then your business runs smooth, and then you know exactly what your costs are, exactly. You can go down and go, oh, this is where my waste is. How do I reclaim that? Because I need those money. I need those monies right there. Whatever's in yeah. that pile, I got to get that back to me because this is where I'm dying. I, I'm I'm, right. I'm I'm under I'm underground three percent. Where can I find that? Right. Find mm-hmm. it. Right. You know. Also, you know, morale, having like a well-organized process yeah. with your workers coming into it or yeah. whatever, you know, like your managed labor, like. We run into this a lot when we work with teams where the, the, the workers are just like fumbling through the, pro- they're, they're making it work and it's frustrating. And then you give them some tools and they're like, oh my God. What a magic moment. <laughs> and so, yeah, like a well-oiled process, you know, not only makes your business more profitable and more efficient and all these things, but it actually helps to build morale. Yes. Like there are all these other benefits that are like so it, amazing. It, it, it makes, it takes so much stress. Like a person who doesn't yeah. have, who, who has a job to do and has to continuously find stuff is, is, is stressed, right? Yeah. The, the, the disorganization, the class, right. their judgment, it makes them inefficient. Mm-hmm. It makes them stressed, yeah. you know, and if they've got something going on at home, it just gets amplified. And you're like, Dude, right. you should come to work and it should be a peaceful environment. <laughs> yeah. We don't want to take up a mental bandwidth with all right. that noise. Right. Like, why, would you, why would you? <laughs> Why would, yeah. why would, yeah, why would you not you know, reduce the noise for yourself, for your workers, I, yeah, all of I don't, it? I don't, I mean, I like, I, we encourage, so we encourage people to go and say, hey, you know, I think we could do this better. I see this all the time. This is bothering me or at least bring up problems, you know, and, yes. and so we can go and have a Kaizen event or do whatever and try and fix something. But, um, you know, uh, that's not everybody's capacity, right? So for the people who don't have that capacity, my job is to, lean out their process give them the smoothest path of least resistance in their in their in their daily function so that they don't they don't have to worry they don't have to worry they can just come and do because there's a lot of people who don't think and they don't you know it's just not them i'm not not saying good or bad it's just some people do that's what they do they're laborers they're workers they take pride in that aspect so i don't want to stress them in that respect i want to get them to flourish yeah Right. Yeah, that's what they want to do. Yeah. Man, I could tell you some stories, some horror stories about bad efficiency. <clears throat> I tell this one a lot, but I gotta tell you, this is the worst thing I've ever had. We had this system where we had kind of set things up in little bits and pieces and we were having one guy 
build one machine, which is kind of like the ultimate lean process, right? Oh, you sit in your cubicle and we had it all worked out. And I walk out and this guy has a motor and has a plug on it and he cuts the plug off and he sticks it through a hole in the machine. I'm like, what, what, what are you doing? He goes, well, that's what we always do. In the other room, I have a guy who's putting the plugs on the motors. Right, so <gasps> I'm putting plugs on over here. He's cutting plugs off over here. Put it through a hole that's not the right size. I'm like, how long have you been doing that? And he goes, I've always done it this way. Well, who taught you? <laughs> that guy. I'm like, well, okay, oh. dude, where did you oh. learn this? Well, that's what we always learn. It's what we've always done. I'm like, how on earth? Like, like literally, I'm like, hold oh, time out. We don't do this yeah. anymore. I go over to the engineer. I'm like, can you make this hole, a, you know, a half an inch bigger? Oh yeah, no problem. Click, 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 done. Wow, you can stick right. the freaking cord through the hole, you know, but but the communication well, stops and you've got guys who are passing on bad information. Yeah. And 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 I, I think about that all the time. Like here we are with a system I thought I was so in tune to and we're doing one job, undoing that job and redoing that job. Yeah. I mean, you should not have but done the job in the first place anyway. But that's why you have to audit your processes. You, you set a process, you have standard operating procedures. You're not always going to look at them. You're going to forget. You're not going to look yeah. at the binder or whatever. So you have to audit yourself and say, are we still doing it according to our SOPs? And if we need to change the SOP, we have a management of change and everyone is on board. Otherwise, people are like, oh, well, you do it that way, but I find it easier to do it this way. And then everyone's doing things different ways. And that has its own inefficiencies. I right. Just, so I, I mean, I, listen, I, I, I love no this because... It's this is this is the reality of things, and so many people can't have this conversation, right? They just can't have this conversation, and I'm enjoying every moment of it because I live it. Like this is what right. this is this you is what understand. makes us survive, and especially right. in the times that are tough, man. The tough times. This is what gives you the opportunity to get out yeah. of it. You know? Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. So. Well, we have a lot of, um, we, luckily we have support in our community, you That's know, good. even during you know, the squeeze time, we have people we're working with to develop these systems because they absolutely understand how, um, urgent it is yeah. to get on top of what they're doing. And they're going to be the ones that are, that are successful. Yeah. They will survive this Correct. and they will, you know, so there are definitely some businesses that are thriving maybe they're not thriving right now, but they see the long vision and they know what they need to do to thrive. Right, yeah, they're prepared to survive. Yeah. You can hunker down and get through it. And, and, uh, that's all you can ask for, you know, you, cause there's no way to determine what the future is. You know, we just live through it as we go. And, and if you're, yeah. if you're not bolstering up your, your, your presence and working on yourself, then there's no way you could be prepared for tomorrow. Right. So, I mean, mm -hmm. I, I just don't understand, um, I mean, I grew up in inefficiency. My dad ran a horrible business. Uh, he was just, you know, wasn't, he just didn't have the mind for it. Like he didn't understand how, you know, it was just like, oh, I need a good guy. And, get, and he, I saw so many good guys come and go out of the shop and then everything would mm -hmm. fall off again. And you have to, oh, I gotta yeah. get another good guy. I'm like, what? you're killing me. Yeah. Good guy thing. You know, they can, the be, good... they can be good guys at what they do, but if you can't manage them and give them the tools and give them the consistency and give them the team and have yep. the good morale teamwork, like they're not going to do a good job. I see so many, so many businesses pull in really awesome, smart people, and then but they can't facilitate. They burn them out. 
Yeah. You and then they get, you take, you take yeah, a rock star, you know, mm -hmm. and you work him yeah. to death because he's good at it. And you're like, oh, what's wrong, man? <laughs> Why are you yeah. like me? It's like, because I can do, like, this is easier. I don't need this anymore. Yeah, I am a rock star, and I'd like to also do it with peace and joy in my heart. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't need to be stressed all the time. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Listen, that's amazing. I mean, I, I wasn't expect. I, was, I mean, I'm, I'm really happy that we're having this conversation because I think this is the key to all of it. Um, and again, we, we don't know what market's going to bring and we don't know how, how it's going to roll out in, in that area. Um, but you know, uh, the only way you will survive is if you do these things, that, that's a guarantee. I mean, somebody might get lucky and get through the cracks, but in general, you don't get efficient. You don't get lean. You don't clean up your business. You're not going to make it because the money right. isn't there to cover your, your problems. And that right. is, I, we, I mean, <clears throat> had the same problem. I've been through this. If, when the money is good, it hides everything that's bad. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, because True. it doesn't matter. It's like you're leaking and you're, you're bleeding out, but you got plenty of blood. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Many more coming in. Yeah. But uh, when that goes away, yeah, kind of different. So this is a challenge then. I mean, you guys are, this is, has to be a challenge. It is. There's a, ch uh, most of it, like, so we've been dealing with a lot of like the technical, we, we have a very technical science-based mind. Um, and that's great, but getting over the psychological hurdle of people is a whole different world, right? And so yeah. I can build a database and I can hand or, it over to you, but are or, you going to run it? Are you gonna facilitate right. it? Are you gonna get, get over your technology phobia? Are you gonna engage, right? So then when I, when I demo our software to people, they're like, that's amazing, that's brilliant. I'm like, but you have to engage. I can't just make it make it magically go for you, right? I, I can to some degree, but I have to then hand it off. Or, you know, there's also the scarcity thing, like I can't afford anything. But a business is about investments and return on your investment. So I think sometimes people are looking at it incorrectly, like you're saying with your machinery. It's like, it's gonna, yeah, it costs money, but how much are you saving on labor? And, and products and everything and so if you you know the scarcity that everyone's feeling is inhibiting them from making good business decisions making good investments that right. will help them so you still right. have to spend money to make money yes. but you just can't spend it willy-nilly you need to make yeah, informed decisions be, right more calculated but how do you calculate how do you make that calculation unless you have the information that you're talking about and, how do you, right. and you've done the study to understand what like because again like a piece of equipment in my mind is I, we always have the price conversation that's always there but i never yeah. have that price conversation till the end right yeah because i know i'm i've been convinced or I'm, i've talked myself into this piece of equipment now i'm going to talk about price i don't go at the at the price problem price first because i'm it doesn't matter what it costs if it doesn't do what i need it could be free like why would i exactly. put it in my facility yeah, it's free exactly. and it hurt me so and if it's going to 10x, 50x, 100x your company, look at those numbers side by side. Right. And then your piece looks really cheap all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, just, the price just disappears. So you have to, it's such yeah. an interesting conversation and it's really foreign to cannabis, even in big cannabis, um, because we're, like, we're literally multinational, you know, we've been all over the world. We're all the biggest, the biggest uh, greenhouse grows in the world. We're in the biggest indoor out in, in the world. We're, we're on small farms all over the place. So we're, we're everywhere, we've seen them all. but even at the best the top of the top where they've got tens of millions of dollars invested you know and they're they're spending 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 they still don't understand the uh, the, the, the the equation to evaluate equipment or 
not just mm -hmm. mostly it's equipment because they don't get what the equipment does. They go, oh, well, right. I, I'm not going to spend that kind of money. Whoa, 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 time out. Let's talk about earnings. Let's talk about value. Let's talk yeah. about what. Are you not going to save that much money yeah. either? If you're not going to spend that much money, you're definitely not going to save that much money too. You're, not, you're right. missing the other half of the conversation. Right. Yeah. And with technology, too, it's like getting the right piece of equipment. Let's talk about technology helping businesses run more efficient. You know, yeah. these database systems that are out there, these ERPs and all yeah. these things are being Same made for software. Right. All these things being made for cannabis. I got all that cannabis. crap. <laughs> you know, like, I, yep. You and we've to. gone down the rabbit hole. And I'm telling you, it is very difficult. I am hard pressed to find one of these software systems that does activity based accounting and helps you to actually tease out your direct materials, your direct labor and your overhead. Yeah. Like you might be able, you know, you, you, you might be able to get that in a big lump, but if you don't take into account all the, um, you know, cogs of labor and materials in your cultivation to yeah. produce the, the, the flowers, um, you don't, you're not going to know your price per unit, period. Yeah. And we are very hard pressed right now to find any sort of software system out there that's cost effective yeah. for people to get. They're very expensive. These ERPs run oh you, yeah. you know, 15 to 1500 to four grand a month. Yeah. You know, and yeah. that's not sustainable for a micro business yeah. or a small producer here in California, right? Yeah. So, like, what are we doing? And, and, so actually, and, if, and they're not robust it. enough. They're, they're, they're not, right? Because right? they're not addressing what your, what your needs are. Like for me, right. I have inventory management. So I, that's just fucking data points. And then I have, you know, I, I have stations. So I understand my cost of machines, understand the hourly rate of machines, but I have no way of putting in the information around employees, employee movement and what they do. And for me, it's not nearly as big of a deal because it's an hourly rate and it goes into the machine calculation, right? This guy cost right. me this, that cost me this. Together they equal this. So every time I run this machine, it costs me X amount of dollars, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You guys are talking about something different altogether because they don't tie together. Yeah, and there's a, and it's very complex and how people run their operations is very customized. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, how you decide to go about and gather that sort of data to sort of get those optics in your company to get that transparency in your costs is a unique solution for every single person. Mm -hmm. And um, I find a lot of these very expensive ERPs and database software systems that you can buy, they'll give you that really high monthly licensing fee and then you, are, you have to have a whole person in your company to understand that data and customize it around your process. And, and I think that's also a huge daunting task for a lot of people. They're like, I don't know how to like customize a software system to my business. Like, yeah. how do you do that? Yes. And, um, and we are so plugged into how cannabis has grown and processed and manufactured and all the different facets of the industry that we can go in with this, with our software and say, Hey, we can wrap this around your processes. We understand cannabis cause we've been in every part of this industry right. for years. And, um, and we understand how to translate your operations into a customized database solution. Let's do this. Right. And while we're, while we're in your operations, let's get you the right sprayer. Let's get you the integrated pest program you really need. Let's get you the viroid testing protocols that you need, the virus and pathology. Get, let's get your quarantine practices fixed. Right. You know, let's get your nutrient management under control.
you know, so it's a holistic, it's a holistic so approach, you right? Know? And one of the one of the problems with these seed to seed to sale softwares, they say seed to sale, but they start at the harvest batch. They yeah. start at when <laughs> they, they forgot the other part. <laughs> but that's all metric requires. And yeah. the thing all, is, right when I talk about data collection with farmers, and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, metric doesn't require me to do that. I'm like, but don't you require you yeah. to do that? Don't yeah. you want to know right. about your business? It's your data. Somebody else. I mean, people take your data all the time. Like, leverage your own data for you to make money off of you. Yeah. And you know, starting at, at at harvest batch because that's all that's required. You know, like that. We're losing a lot on that end. We're too. losing a lot. Yeah. And so I see, yeah. I see that a lot is like, we're working on the cultivation, the nurseries, the genetics, the breeding, and like, no one's really doing that. And they say that they are. And then we get in there and her and I do demos of these softwares. We're like, cool, show me the cultivation nursery. Like, yeah, well, it's kind of a skeleton and we're kind of working on it, but there's not a lot of money. The cultivators can't really afford it. So we're not really catering it to them. Right? We're like, here's so a digital notebook. They? Here's a digital notebook to put your recipes in. I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, that's the same wow. thing. We need to query. We need to be able to ask the data questions and have them know, give us the answers. You I know, know this is mean, AI that we're talking about. Right, right. Again, so, it, you know, what's interesting, and I think this is what happens is, and on all these things that happen, big companies get bigger and they get more wealthy. Why? Because they can afford all these things, right? They can qualify, quantify, and validate, right? We have to yes. do it in everything that we do. You know, um, I can't imagine, you know, I've been forced to. I can't imagine having the first third of my business. <laughs> What's going on I'm over there? I can't figure that out. Ugh. You know, I'm yeah. like, what? Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the cool thing about the the cool thing about what we're doing too is like we don't own the software. We um, we go through a, a company called Smart Sheets. I'll just give Oh yeah, Smart Sheets is wonderful. Here. We use it all the time. Yeah, plug, awesome. Plug, Great. Plug. <laughs> yeah, love, love. we love them, you know. But but we didn't we didn't develop it. Secrets we, of success, people. Yes. And we just use uh, platforms. But we we tell the client go ahead and sign up for that license. It's nine hundred dollars a year yeah. for like three license seats. You and, know, and and Wonderful. that's all the license fee costs. And then you pay me to customize it, train your mm -hmm. people, and hand it off. Then I'm gone. Yeah. So now your annual fee is nine hundred dollars a year plus the person that you pay to run your system, right? And there's a one, there's like a one upfront cost for me, but a lot of these softwares, they just keep going and going, annual fees. Now you're stuck in their, in their yeah. software and you yeah. can't and, leave. And, and their databases are jacked or they're, or they're like, we, 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 I bought an right. ERP a couple of years ago and they're like, I'm like, okay, so what happens if I do this? And I'm like, oh, well, it doesn't really allow for that. Like, whoa, right. time, uh, time out. We do this all the time. Like, yeah. That's something we should have talked about before oh no no no! it's very rigid i'm like yeah that's the problem with those that's things what that, we don't that, like. yeah, yeah it just doesn't we work don't like about it. we're not mcdonald's we don't we don't need the same right. shit they got right so right and we want to take the good parts again with the corporate and the big guy we want to take the good parts and leave the rest and then yeah. and then then maneuver them for for our yeah. for our, our situation yeah. and so that's the whole like wrapping it around your process we're not just selling you a module yeah. that is written and then doesn't fit for you and with for a whole bunch of money it's like this is very versatile whatever you want we can build it if you can think of it we can build it because marshies is just really cool like that it's super, super and it doesn't simple to, get to, to put it together and and uh, we use it, we I literally, we use it all the time because that, you know, you when you start doing it and you start getting, we use it a lot for communication, right? So it's oh, how we yeah, how we track stuff from, from X to Y, right? You just, you're like, oh, okay, well, 
this guy now knows that he's got these priorities and this is what and now he knows this is coming in and it's just like a little job tracker in some respects but it's also keeping accountability for us in different areas and but it, it, we use it because it 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 can be changed i can do what i need to with it and i can say well you know this didn't work so well you know what yeah. are we missing well i don't know what we're missing but we did miss this deliverable and this deliverable well let's look at that whole process well we missed that because we didn't have a way to flag this like how exactly. do we how can we prioritize oh well we exactly. need to do that let's find a, let, yep. okay let's prioritize this again management of process in a in a real-time kind of environment in a rapid turnaround I mean, yeah. it's not that rapid i mean you know it takes months sometimes to fix this shit, but you know it's fixable <laughs> yeah it's fixable. you can go back and look at the information you can go back and look at your the cool yeah. thing about smart machines that has that you know the centralized communication so you can go back yeah. a year from now or and you can and you can look at what comments what, what were we talking about what did you say what did i say yeah. we look at the attachment that we uploaded and That's so again great. with that long memory and then you can use that information to make yeah. your business more efficient find those mistakes find the feedback loop and add an automation add a notification what do you need you know yeah. and you that's, can build well, that's wonderful that's a great that's a great tool good for you guys that's awesome so you you yeah. are you are basically taking the skeleton which is the smart sheet skeleton and you're customizing it because you understand what the what the cannabis business is so well that you can then look at somebody's business and you can ca you can customize all their data points that they need help them to understand those or take what they yes. want to have if they have some some most of them don't but with most know. tech companies yeah. most tech companies when they're doing their customer success and their build out <laughs> and their implementation and all the things they don't know about cannabis and None, so they're asking a, a lot more questions than i have to ask you to get to the point yeah. i'm just ready yeah. to go i'm ready to build for you i already know what you need yeah. a tech person yeah. is going to need a lot of background information about your whole industry about your whole business before they can right. even get started so that's another even, you know, even in manufacturing which is you go manufacturing is this it's not like <laughs> we don't we don't we don't fit into anybody else's basket and when i look at erp for manufacturing it's missing and that's where we get stuck but i don't want to customize only piece of software right because i don't want something that somebody can't come in and figure out what's going on or make changes to later, right? I don't want to be stuck to just the software developer guy who made me the fucking coolest software ever, right? So to me, Smartsheets works well because I can go, it's gonna be around and the developers exactly. are around and people are, you know, I can get somebody in, a, a, a young computer guy goes, oh, this is nothing, man. And off they go. Excel based, like we already understand Excel. Yeah. We already use Google Sheets. We already use Facebook and the comment features. We already know how to upload a document. like. All that is right there. It's like yeah. it's an interface yeah. that we're already familiar with. Web right. forms, web forms. Yeah, it's already knows anyone can sit down and just start using it without having to learn a whole new language. That's great. That's great. And yeah. it's preserving and, and again to the data, the preserving of the information and the legacy, the IP, if you will, which it, which is what we're talking about, uh, which I have a whole different view on now, because <laughs> I, I think with mm -hmm. the modern world, IP. IP should be defined a little bit differently than through the patent office, but um, that's okay, whatever. Uh, you know, with the instant like access, as soon as like, like if I make something and I put it online, I should be patented right there, then and there. Mm -hmm. You rip that off, I owned it, I came out first. But we'll mm -hmm. talk about that other, some other time. <laughs> Well, that is, that is actually a cool segue. There's um, there's a couple different organizations. She was uh, alluding to it earlier. There's a Canopy Right. I don't know if you've heard of Canopy Right, but yeah. they're helping breeders copyright their their strains. Yeah. And then uh, LeafWorks DNA. They're helping people to like they, they do an herbarium press and then they do a description. And so with this herbarium press description, 
plus, the, plus the copyright, okay. plus the genetic profiling. Now there's a next step of putting it onto the blockchain mm -hmm. to authenticate it, right? right? So once it's on the blockchain and it has you know a timestamp and a wallet code and all of that, now you own that IP. You have a copyright. It's on the blockchain. You did it first. You have all this proof yeah. that it's yours. Mm -hmm. Now somebody can lease that from you. It's like you want to know how to grow this genetic on um, in in this mm -hmm. way with my feeding yeah. program, with my regional specificity, all of that. You can pay for that now and you can license it for a year. For this much money, or you can, you know, buy it from me, or whatever. So you can yeah. leverage your IP now. Because if your IP is right. all in your head, or on pieces of paper, or in your employees' heads, or it's all over the yeah. place in emails, text threads, it's like you know how many things I've, I've forgotten over my life. I wish I could remember. <laughs> yeah, it's important. Out of my ears. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's important to work with these teams of people that can, you know, genotype and phenotype a strain, right. and then we're working with people who can get us that stamped into blockchain land, um, and then you know all the and data. Now marketplace, right? Now we're in the metaverse. Now we're selling our stuff, like um, you know, direct. That's the other thing too, is like farm direct to client. You know, all the middlemen are taking all the money. Can we get a farmers market online that's global that we can get our genetics? wherever we need to go right and, and the marketplace is open to the world whereas like we're advertising here locally on kmud or whatever it's like that's not broadcast to the world like right. uh, right. that platform technology would be and then no one can steal it from you because it's authenticated on the right. blockchain that's so great. there's like yeah. your IP. so that's where we're going with all of this eventually. it starts with collecting your data because if you can't collect your data you can't own it and all that yeah, stuff yeah, right, right. I gotta write but that like, shit down. You know, <laughs> but like, you know, I think in in preserving the legacy, this is how I don't even know how the universe brought us to this place in our lives to like help, you know. But we're like, this is what we need to do. So this is our soapbox. So thank you, like the, our passion soapbox. Right? I, I gotta we need tell to, you, like, use technology to right our. Things. Yeah, I mean, you're saying exactly like you guys. I I'm just glowing in it. I love it because this is exactly what? what I mean. This is what I geek out on because. It, it's so transformative, right? And once you yeah. have a business that runs in that fashion, you know, you can plug people in and, and pull people out, right? Yeah. And you can, and you yeah. can, and you can grow in that regard. You, you know, sometimes yes. we get inhibited because we have a good person and they go to here and they can't go any farther. And, mm -hmm. and you, but you can't go, you can't take them out because they own. And so you're stuck mm -hmm. and, and so your business is stuck in this this realm of no growth you know it's kind of swirling right. around this person there's a wonderful right. wonderful wonderful book that that got me started on this years and years ago it's called the e-myth and i tell people about that entrepreneurial myth i tell people about that all the time the, the thing about an entrepreneur same thing about a business person is they have a certain personality they have certain aspects that they do fucking amazingly well but they don't do other things really well there's a lot of stuff they don't do well. And we glom on to somebody who does those things well, and then we get dependent on them. And that's mm. when a business is in trouble. That's when you're just you're just ripe for, 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 for the slaughter, you know? And it's, it's unfortunate, but it's the, the reality of things is, you know, you can't do everything. You have to, as a human being, you, you just have to play in your strengths. Hit, you know, do what you do well. Find the people that do the other things well. but let them do it systemize um, it and process mm -hmm. it so that you don't mm -hmm. become dependent on other people because this is everybody yeah. we've all got our journeys right we're all going on a journey you guys are going on a journey i'm going on a journey i, I i'm trying to build a system around this thing so that i don't have to be here or i can be here 
I can replace somebody if I need to. We can grow. We, you know, we want to be able to adaptable and movable, but you get stuck yeah. and solidified in a situation if your knowledge gets locked in somebody else's head. I don't know mm -hmm. how many times I've had a guy go, hey, you know, well, you don't pay me enough. I can tell you how to fix that, but you don't pay me enough. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, you're a moron. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I have this in the system. I don't need what's in your head. Like, this is what we do. Yeah. We don't need this. I'm not going to deal with that. I'm, I'm moving on. And sometimes it's a. Sometimes it's job security for the person too. If I write right. it down, then yeah. they need me. No, I'm not valuable. I'm but replaceable. If you but are, if you, you know, have that desire to grow and change, you always want to like go ahead and write it down. I'll just learn something new, and then I'll be really badass at a new right. thing, and then I'll then I'll send that along, and then I'll right. go do a new thing. You're always you're always going to learn a new thing unless you just want to do your one thing forever. And then you're, you're concerned about your job security, but that's not who you want on the team. You want someone who's going to right. be like helping you grow and build your company. Right. You want and people that, I think you're right. I think you should have people that want to grow. And I mean, you always have people that, 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 um, are, you know, are doers and that's what they do. And that, and that's great. But for me, I always want to uh, give people the opportunity to be the best that they could be because I don't know yeah. what they can bring. Right. And if I lock yeah. them out through, through you're missing out on or, 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 or bad practice, I don't, I'll never realize what, what this person's going to blossom into. And they, when they do, sometimes you get this gem and you're like, oh, oh my God, this person, you know, this is like this wonderful. And then they go, then they may go away and you're like, I was really cool. I was there when, right. I enjoy that as much yeah. as I have people that have worked for me. They're going off and doing their own businesses and they're like, oh, you inspired me to do this. I'm like, well, that's great. I'm happy for you. If you need anything, call me. I'll be happy to tell you what I went through. But um, that's such a better better situation to see somebody grow out of something and grow up than to see them get stuck mm -hmm. and, and, yeah. and get passed by, right? Yeah. 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 So yeah. I, I, I like that one better anyway myself. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But I think that you guys were both hitting really on, um, you know, having that container business, right? Like that, the business is not... A mentor of ours always says, um, you want to own the business, you don't want the business to own right, you. Right. And like, you know, if you're functioning in that way, um, you need to get it outside of yourself. You need to build that solid container. You know, we use the idea of a container. It's a container, the walls, the structure of it are held by your operational infrastructure, whatever your goals and missions and values are, that all builds that container. And um, you need to think about it as, this is apart from me, yes. and this is my container, and this is how I'm going to build it, and these are the, the, the team people, and with that, you know, you're gonna draw people into that container, um, you know, that. Yeah, I mean, but that's okay, it's, it's not Absolutely. a problem. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's right, like, yeah. It's like, this is our now, container. You have a, a fence you know or an outline around what it is that you can now work on. If, right. if you don't have mm -hmm. that defined, you can't you can't evaluate it properly in a, in a fair way and you can't really yeah. allow it you know to, to to do the hard things sometimes that you have to do and you can't do some of the some of the some of the enjoyable things that you want to do because you're yes. you're inside this hole instead exactly. of exactly oh, sometimes yeah, sometimes that container needs perfect Sometimes the container needs to change form. Maybe we need a new mm -hmm. container. That's part of the evolution. Right. And I know the we haven't changes. Talked to... You can now yeah. 
Things, yeah, and, and kind of exactly. like what's happened with our business is a lot of things have changed and, and people see us as there were the soils ladies, which is great and that's how we started, but our, con our container has shifted a lot. I know we haven't really spoken much about soils or, or compost teas or regenerative farming or any of that, but you know, people usually see us and pigeonhole us into like, we sell fertilizers and we test soil. It's like, yeah, that's part of a very big picture of agriculture. <laughs> and so that is part, that's a container that we, that we built, but then we keep building new containers or expanding our container, changing the shape of our container. So as the industry has grown and become ready for new things, we're implementing new things. That's when we first started, awesome. people were throwing their soil away and not reusing it. So it was a big campaign to stop throwing your soil away and reuse it and, and re-amend with fertilizers. Well, now everyone does that. Great. Okay. Well, I don't want to continue um, to just sit in that because we need to grow to the next step now, right? right. So we right. implemented a new technology. That's great. What's next? What's next? What's next? And we always want to awesome. build everything. What's next? You know? Listen, I, I, Speaking of industry born, I mean, that's like been the kind of pulse of our company is just sure. like, we. what do you need? What do you need now? What do yeah. you need now? And, and bringing things to people that they don't know that they need. And then later mm -hmm. they're like, wait, I did. I do. I do need that. Yeah. like, I know. <laughs> but, but because, because of your your the way that you think and the structure that you put around yourself and the way that you're, you're obviously if you're teaching other people you're doing these things yourself because of that you now have something that is going to carry beyond this moment right you're going to be able to carry this this can grow now right mm -hmm. it can grow beyond you and have more you know what i mean it can become exponentially larger because the system allows for that because what you've created yeah. allows for that movement instead of being mm -hmm. kind of pigeonholed in that spot yeah. where, you're, where you're like, ah, oh, I can only work with 10 people. That's all my brain can handle, right? That goes away. And you, now you have this opportunity to take your vision and take that box and add, like you said, add more boxes and build that mm -hmm. thing. You can build something, you know, bigger if you want to you don't have to but you can because you yeah. your container doesn't have to be static yeah, yeah it doesn't have to be static you're right mm -hmm. yeah. and helping to like helping to develop the industry and making the history we're making history we're changing the That's face right. of, of cannabis agriculture you, you could like, be changing the history of small community farming right yeah because yeah the, you know what i mean because this because this in, this energy has to go into cannabis doesn't mean that energy doesn't have to be applied to everybody who's in small ag. Other industries, Other industries yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, because we have, I, I think you guys nailed it with the ERP thing. You you just can't force, you just can't force some people into those boxes. Those things are great for certain corporate structures, and those are usually really mm -hmm. large, right? Because mm -hmm. they have to, once you get super large, you just have to fit that, that model. But when you're wanting to be young or small or agile or change or whatever, it just doesn't work. And maybe you guys could be setting the pace for a lot of things. It doesn't have to be just this industry. So that's exciting to yeah. me because and that's why we need tools that fit that there's, there's like really, really small business tools and then really, really large business mm -hmm. tools and the people in the middle get lost. And that's how we felt. We were in the middle and we were getting lost. And so we had to develop our own way. And so yeah. I know that other businesses are struggling with the same thing yes. because right. you're getting lost because you can't afford the giant, giant. I wish business. I would have met you five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I was lost. <laughs> we would have all both been lost together. <laughs> yeah. like, ah. Anyway, listen, I mean, we're bouncing up on time, but I, I, I would love to have the conversation about the soil. So maybe we can get together and do this again and have that conversation because, I mean, that's equally as valuable 
uh, of a conversation. But to, in my mind and in my heart, what we just talked about is the most is the most scintillating or interesting and, and fun thing because of the value that it can bring to anybody. It can bring it to anybody, mm -hmm. and it's just a, a it's yeah a any business change because yeah. right? it, it yeah. literally you can manage your own life with these principles. Right. right. Yes. Doesn't even have to be a business, like you said. The, the lean, the guy with the lean. Like you can, the lean you can, life. You can yeah. use this to run your household. I, you I encourage you to watch some of his videos on YouTube, and you're gonna be like, "Oh, this dude's fucking lost his mind." But <laughs> it's, it's a matter of genius. <laughs> There's a certain amount of genius right. there. Like, um, ah. like, like my, my, my wife would never let me put stickers on all the cabinets. I wish I had stickers on my cabinets. I'm telling you, like glasses. Oh yeah, that's where the glasses go. I don't have to think about that. Instead my, of looking around. Mother, my mother does that you yeah. know like you, you have a pair there's a pair of scissors that says kitchen on it those scissors go in the kitchen as opposed to the office scissors right. those will also have <laughs> or the yard you know, oh yeah she does that for real yeah, yeah. there's nothing wrong with it awesome yeah it makes life easy sometimes so it does well thanks so much for having us yeah thank you for having us thank we'd you. love Is there to anything else you guys want to Anything else you want to share? I'm sorry, I kind of step up. What's going to happen here is that is the, the it's really cool. It's recording you. It's recording me, and they'll come together. Your video will be beautiful. The audio is going to be great, um, and, and and we don't have any of the laggy stuff if you're getting into that. And and everything comes together nice. When it comes out uh, in print, it's great because it's all being done local. Um, nice. We'll get the information for you guys. We'll post up what you want to post up. Uh, we'll push it out on social and stuff like that. So you should get some exposure that way as well. But um, really, like. Uh, I'm, I'll, I'd do this again. And actually, I would love to have Jordan in here. She's my process manager. She's she's genius. Oh, you know, she's really great to talk with her too. Yeah, yeah she's, 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 she's she, comes from, she comes from Starbucks. Like I'm like, Whoa, speaking yeah. of process. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So she, yeah. yeah. I used to work for Starbucks. So yeah, yeah I understand. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's how oh, I don't know. I don't know. It, that's the good part of that. Right. Of the evil empire. Right. There's a good well, part. We, we, yeah. There are some good that we can that we can glean from them, and we don't have to become evil corporate. No, you don't. Have to. You can still be you. Yeah, you can still be you, and mm -hmm. use some of these tools to make make it better. You know? Yeah, tools are tools, and tools can be tools tools. Uh, weaponized, That's and tools correct. can be used for good. I think, kind of fundamentally, with all tools. Yeah. So we're going to use technology, and we're going to use best business practices to do good, then that's what I want to, that's where I want to be with my brain. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think and, you're there. I mean, from what it yeah. sounds like, it sounds like you guys are doing something awesome. Um, and it sounds like you're going to help a lot of people, you know, and I think that's wonderful. I, I, I'm so inspired by, because I'm an American, I'm like an America first guy. I'm, I'm just like, this is what I grew up with. This is what I, this is inculcated in my being is the American dream, right? And, and that, you know, the liberty to follow and, and pursue your dream and create these things. And, and these tools that you're talking about are providing that opportunity for people, mm, right? Yeah. To, to really pursue that, to really pursue that dream. It's one thing to dream it. It's another thing to do it. And yeah. you have to have the skill set to do it. Um, otherwise, you know, you, you, you're going to fail. So I think you guys are doing wonderful stuff. That's awesome. I had no idea, by the way, when I looked at the website, I was like, ah, I'm going to talk soil. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be great. I know a little bit about it. We want to talk about this other thing. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, also, I just wanted to throw out there, like, if there are businesses who really resonate with what we're saying, we give free demos of our software yeah. uh, just to kind of show you around. So gen generally, just smart sheets and how it works. And if yeah. you, you know, think it, it can work for your business, we can talk about implementing it, you know, with, with everyone. And how would, they, you know, how would they contact you? I mean, would that, would that be through the website? I mean, we're going to post up yeah, the they, website and stuff, but. 
What's the best? Yeah, way we have like a little web form on. It's like the about us or contact us page. There's a little web form you can kind of submit and you know okay. contact us that way. You can call us on our our phone line. Leave a message. Mm-hmm. Uh, that number is seven zero seven six three three eight 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 five. You can also email us at info at dbsanalytics.com and our website is just dbsanalytics.com. So you can host all that stuff up. Any of those routes, you'll, you know, you'll get to us. Even if you just leave a message and send an email, we will get back to you. It's just us. We're not, you're not going into some tech bot land that no one's going to respond to you. Like we will. No one's calling from India to check in on me. <laughs> no. <laughs> the Philippines. We're the data to reach back out to yes. you. So yes. we're, yeah. we're human based. That's <laughs> Awesome. Well, congratulations, guys, on, on, I mean, there's obviously a degree of success, and you guys are doing some wonderful work, so congratulations on that. You both look very happy, so I think you're doing what you love, so congratulations on that. And, uh, yeah, good for you. I, I'm, I, it's, it, I don't know. I'd love it. I just love hearing about people's success and, and more about them being fulfilled, and you guys look really, really happy, so that's wonderful. Um, We'll go ahead and, and wrap when you when you close out, it'll it'll give you a little notification that it's uploading. And when it's done, it'll say don't close the window until it's done. Um, if you inadvertently do that, uh, we can still go back and get it. We just have to have you go to the website and download it. But it'll actually tell you when it's down uh, downloading. Mark, excuse me, Mark will reach out for the uh, information so that we can post. And if you want to excuse me, and if you want a different picture or whatever, if there's anything in this conversation that you know you feel like uh, maybe you didn't want to have or, or you'd like to reiterate or recover, we can change or cut. It's not a problem. Um, you know, this is basically just an open conversation to kind of get the information out and introduce people. Um, because mm-hmm. I think uh, in this industry, a lot of people don't know what's being done down here, right? Everybody thinks mm-hmm. of the marijuana industry and they go, ooh, weed. <laughs> mm-hmm. So much to it. So yeah. much to it. It's a business like yeah. everything else, you know? Yeah. yeah, I feel pretty good about I think we got most of what we wanted to get across yeah. and, and mm-hmm. we trust your guys' uh, you know, magic on the other side to make it, yeah. make it look good. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Well, we'll do it. And then um, um, maybe, in a, uh, maybe in a month or two, um, we can revisit the soil conversation because I think that would be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Awesome. Yeah, we, we, we'd love to. We, so, we see so much with like pests and disease and soil stuff and nutrient use and styles and how it's shifting because of regular we there's so many conversations to have just yeah yeah it's 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 deep yeah Mm -hmm. and this is also something we've talked about people already know that we do that so we're trying to get out get the word out that we're doing this next level thing and so i feel like our reputation is already solid on the agriculture front but really doing this next level is what we want to get out to the, yeah. to the people. Yeah, so I really appreciate you talking on this level yeah, about this stuff you. for the hour, because like... <laughs> well, Marco, it's, it's like, I'm like, I, I, I was looking at the website and I'm like, I think I understand, blah, blah, blah. And then, and then he's like, no, 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 there's this other aspect. I'm like, wait, oh, 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 that's me. I'm in, let's do yeah. that. <laughs> it's a new thing, we're rebranding. We're yeah. gonna, actually, Marco's gonna help us with the, with a rebranding video. And we're gonna, Wonderful. so our website is, is kind of um, interim. It's in the interim. Yeah, we're yeah. in transition. So the, more the, to be uh, Marco has, yeah. a, has a really good way of uh, presenting a brand. I think you'll really appreciate mm-hmm. it. He did, he did yeah, we're excited. We're stoked. If you've seen yeah. our, that, our video, you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about. Yep, yep. We've yep. seen a couple of your videos. And just, you know, having sat here through this podcast, that gives you a whole, not, a whole you know, more information about us too, Marco, just having like listened to our story. Yeah, side and so. Thanks cool. for the time. I yeah, thank you both. It was a pleasure to meet we're you guys. Excited. 
All right. You we'll too. talk again. Thank you all for joining this week's podcast. You can check us out at greenbros.com and all the socials at greenbros.com.